Hey you guys, so I'm going to skip the entire intro that I usually do. This podcast is a continuation of the previous podcast that I did just a few hours ago. And that podcast is titled, If You Can't Beat Them, Don't Join Them. So I told you guys that I hadn't made a decision um, given the situation with my friend and her soon-to-be husband. And so I thought about it and just deciding what was the adult thing to do, what was it that I wanted to come out of it, do I find the friendship valuable enough to kind of, you know, see if we can come to source some some sort of like balance, you know. And here's what I decided. I think that, well, here's what I notice. I'm always the initiator of conversations. Meaning if there's a problem, I'm the one that's bringing the situation to the table and kind of clearing the air and like hugging it out and moving on while the other person it seemed like they just kind of sweep it up under the rug and move on and sometimes people try to hit me with a little pettiness a little tit and I don't go back with them with the tat and then it just kind of snowballs from there and gets out of control and I I you know, let my actions speak louder than words until I get sick and tired of being sick and tired and I have like zero patience at that point. And so I've matured myself to a place of womanhood and I'm still learning. I'm still learning how and when to make the right decisions. So, I thought, well, I'm going to bring the situation to my friend's attention because she's clearly not going to do it. And I know that because she decided to cut things between us. Um, And it seems like she'll only be reaching out to me when there's a reason. And this lets me know that she's one of those women that hadn't had a man in so long that she doesn't want to risk losing the man due to having a fear of being alone. And I understand the need for human interaction, intimacy, companionship, so forth and so on. I understand. But at the same time, if someone is not interfering in your relationship, why are you cutting them off? So here's what I decided. I already know that he's not a man. Just go back and listen to my previous podcast. I already know that he's not a man and I don't want to address him. Not yet, anyway. What I want to do is address her. And 
I know that he's always around and he will always be there. She's not letting him go and he's emotionally attached to her. He definitely is not letting her go. So I can't have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with her because he'll always be there. So I decided to put it in a letter. I'm going to write it. And this gives me the opportunity to really think things through and to convey my thoughts and how I feel in a humble way, a way that's positive, and a way that will say, okay, she doesn't have any other choice but to sit with herself after she reads that letter. And she could take the time that she needs to absorb what was written in the letter and to make a decision. Right? So, that's step one. The other thing that I want to do is to point out facts. I want to point out facts in the letter. So that there can't be no misunderstanding, nothing is misconstrued. Everything that he has said and done, she was always present because he's always there. So she can't say, I don't know the truth. I don't know what happened. That's, in, it, that's out the window. So I want to present facts in the letter. My, <clears throat> my request in the letter is that she would stop him from saying disrespectful things and from saying insulting things to people that matter the most to her. And that if he truly loves her enough or man enough, if he's man enough, he shouldn't want to put her in a position to where she has to choose between those that she care about versus companionship. When she presents this letter to him, first of all, she's going to have an attitude because she's going to realize that I'm right. And when she presents it to him, because he's a bitch ass, I know the first thing he's going to do is hit those high-pitched Mariah Carey notes and then go off. Like a, like a true bitch. But then he's going to have to sit with himself and say, you know what? My fiance's friend is a grown-ass woman. And she's right. It's also going to put him in a position that's going to catch him off guard because she and I have been friends for the entire 10 years that they've been in a relationship with each other. And I have never approached them in this type of a way. So it's going to catch him off guard. Again, he's going to have to sit with himself and say, 
That's a grown woman, and she's right. The question becomes, will he be man enough to apologize, or will he be too prideful to apologize? That's what I want to see. My decision is, if he does not, because some people, you know, but when they when they're apologetic, they don't apologize. They just be nice to you that one time, and then they're not nice anymore, but they never do that same thing again. If he does one of those things, I won't say too much to him besides, hello. I won't have anything else to say. Hi. That's it. If he does be a man and apologize, then he can get more of a more than a hello from me. But at the end of the day, I still don't like him. I think he's a narcissistic asshole. I don't like that he's a bitch. I don't like that he's not an adult. I don't like that he's not a man. I don't like that he has to always be the center of attention. I don't like it. I don't like that he thinks he's smarter than everyone else. And the only reason why he thinks that is because he did this, he did that, he's been here, he's been there. He was the first to do it. That's the only reason why he thinks he's smarter than everyone else. I don't like it. Everybody learns something, and we learn things for the rest of our lives. Even on the day that we die, we're going to learn something because we don't know what it's like to be dead. We don't know what happens in the afterlife. We're going to learn something then. But that's not his, his thinking. As far as she goes, I'm curious to see what is she going to do. I'm very curious to see because I'm not asking her to choose. I'm asking her to find balance and to not allow him to disrespect the people, disrespect and insult the people that she cares about. So I want to see what she do. I want to see if am I going to be 100% cut off or is it going to take her some time? And then she'll do like little things over time, just little things. Um, it's going to be one or the other. So that's what I decided to do, Tried to put it in a letter. I don't want to say that I don't like him because once I say I don't like him because he's a narcissistic asshole and a bitch, everything else that I say after that is going to fall on deaf ears. So I'm definitely not going to put that in a letter, but I'm, I'm definitely going to really like drive the point home that there should be some sort of boundaries and balance and respect. If he don't think highly of her friends and family, he should be in enough control of himself to keep that to himself. If he doesn't like somebody in her friends and her family circle, he should be control, in control of himself enough to say, okay, they're not physically abusing her. They're not trying to take advantage of her. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut.
and just watch. That's not what he does. He inserts himself into things that he's not welcome to insert himself into. But at the same time, it's her fault because she tells him everything. She tells him everything. And there's certain things that you shouldn't say. Because it can influence a person's a perception of another person. Nobody likes to look bad in front of somebody else. So you shouldn't say negative things or say things with a negative tone to someone else because then they'll look at them crazy. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So that's how I'm going to address it, tribe. I'm going to one time and one time only make a request for her to put her foot down and draw some boundary lines. It's up to her to set the standard. And I'm going to see what she's going to do. And I'm going to let you guys know what she did. So this is going to be over time. I'm not going to say anything now because I have everything planned for people to come to my house for Thanksgiving. It's um, friends and it's family members and it's children, you know. So I don't want anything to be too awkward for Thanksgiving. But what I am going to do is try to steer clear of him and not talk to him too much. Like, the only thing I want to do is say hi. And, you know, that's it. But honestly, try, I don't even want him in my house. So after Thanksgiving, uh, he will never step foot in my house again. It'll never happen. So I'm going to give her the letter. They plan to get married um, in December. So... I'm going to send a letter in December. So by the time they get back from Las Vegas, Nevada, she'll get it in the mail. And she can sit there and read it and digest it and think about it. And we're going to see what she's going to do after that. So she's not going to get the letter till December. So I will be updating you guys, first of all, for Thanksgiving to let you guys know all of what went down. Uh, but I do expect it to be positive and good and fun and, you know, very family-oriented. I've got some friends coming over that they don't even have any fr um, family members in New York. And because of the pandemic, they can't travel. So I invited them to my house. Then there I have a friend um, who hadn't spent Thanksgiving with his family in years. And I think he did something that he was banned like that. So I invited him to my house as well. I come be with the family and the friends and the children and, you know, have some Thanksgiving food, take some home with you, whatever the case may be. So I'm going to have some games for us to play and a couple of drinks. There's going to be plenty of food and dessert. And um, by like five o'clock, I'm kicking everybody out. <laughs> everybody out. <laughs> I'm even going to invite the guy that I'm sort of, kind of dating. Sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of. I'm going to invite him too. And here's the reason why. So, and I'm being real slick about this child. I'm not even lying to you. So, 
this guy is like healthy and he works out so he got the big arms and the small waistline and he's six foot one and he's uh, bald headed and just dark milk chocolate you just look like a tall milk dud <laughs> and just muscular I call him swole <laughs> said if you're not working you know at thanksgiving come on through come through it's gonna be some people here you know you get to meet my friends and family and my nieces and my nephews and we having drinks this couple of games come on though he said okay so here's the irony of it my man looked better than hers and my man has more money than hers <laughs> let me tell you something <laughs> He's not my man, but you know what I'm saying. Here's the thing. When women compete with another woman and you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, how the hell do she think she on my level and she a crackhead? You know what I'm saying? Them type of, like how she thinks she on my level and, and she's like a gutter butt bottom feeder type of chick how does she feel like what does she base that off of let me tell you something when you come across a woman like that the difference and she and she'll know it the difference between you and her even though you have more accolades and more going on for yourself the difference between you and her is the man when he looks better and he has more money let me tell you something. She's going to keep so quiet and she's going to back down and she'll never create competition with you again. Now, I'm not saying that my friend created any competition between us. She didn't. She really didn't. But her man knows me of always being the single one. So when he bring his narcissistic, arrogant ass into my house, and he sees that there's a man here that looks better than him, and when he looks at the way that this man is dressed, he's going to automatically know that this guy has more money than him? Oh, baby. Oh, baby. When he sees that this man has a better body than him? Ooh, child. Yeah, honey, honey, but I'm going to prep, I'm going to prep my little friend, and I'm going to say, listen, he going, if y'all happen to have these one-on-one -on -one conversations, this is going to be his topics, and he's just really trying to size you up, get in your head, try to figure you, figure you out, you know, so put your own best foot forward. Because <clears throat> he's narcissistic and incredibly arrogant. So he's going to want to know, he's going to want to see if he's, if he's a better man than you. Because he's going to compare you two together. Listen, I got this tribe. I got this tribe. I already know what he's going to do. She's going to be chill. She's going to be laughing and smiling. She's going to have a little drink. She's going to get the smallest plate. And put some food on it, eat it, and that's going to be it for her. And then she's going to take one plate home to eat. 
you know, and that's going to be it for her. But him, I already know what he's going to do before he do what he do. And so I got this. Anyhow, tribe. When it comes to making this type of decision, um, you know, when if it's a family member, if it's a friend, you know, you want to approach the situation like a mature adult. And what you don't want to do is tell the person, hey, I don't like your significant other and here's why. Because everything else falls on deaf ears. You could present facts. You could be telling the truth. You could be pleading with the person. And they're not going to listen to you because all they heard was you don't like the person. And they're going to take that and run with it and hold it against you. So you don't want to do that. Don't cuss because once you cuss, it's like you have lost the debate. You have lost your footing. And you have lost the grounds that you stood on, which was adulthood. And so you don't want to do that. Don't cuss. Whatever your request is, make your request crystal clear. Crystal clear. That way there's no misunderstandings. And so that's what I wanted to share with you guys. Anyhow, shalom.